Hello, this is Siri, and you're listening to my favorite podcast, Not Real Art. I live for this shit because it's totally lit. Not Real Art, the podcast. Man, one in the house. Sourdough over there. Sourdough. That would be me. <laughs> yeah. How are you, sir? Pretty good, pretty good. Just, um, you know, trying to get my, my head around uh, everything going on. You just got back from New Orleans. What was yeah. going on there? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I got back from New Orleans. We we're doing um, the American Library Association annual conference. My first time there. Sounds very exciting. Yeah. No, I, actually, it was. Actually, it was. It's 25,000 librarians from all over the country. Uh, wait, I take that back. That sounds sexy. <laughs> that sounds why, like some of my favorite movies. <laughs> that's why I said that. <laughs> you know? But it was crazy because um, we, we went to get an award for our book, The Chef Roy Choi and the Street Food Remix. Yep. You know, earlier, earlier this year, got a call that we had won this uh, award. It's actually called the Cyber Honor Award. Cyber Award Honor. <laughs> That's what it is. Easy for you to say. Yeah. So we got an honor. You know, we didn't actually get, and, and I didn't know yes, this. Yes, Your Honor. No, Your Honor. I, I, nice I tie, Your Honor. I, you know, I had no idea about this stuff in the in the book world, but, you know, so when they give out these awards, there's like the first place, the person that gets the award, and then there's like kind of like runner-ups, and so you're the you're the honor. You okay, know, right. to get the honoree, honor. right? It's just an honor to be nominated. Yeah, and so I mean, they'll pick like you know hundreds of books, and then you'll have you know the the one selection to get the the award, mm-hmm. and then you have like you know two or three or four honors, you know, which is still a big deal. You know, it means you're one of the of finalists. Yeah. So, My God, I mean, how many hundreds or thousands of children's books are published each year? I, I don't I mean, know. It must it, be. It's thousands. Yeah. It literally is thousands, which sure. I, I had no idea. Right. Like, it's thousands. And so, yeah, back in February, I got this call. They were like, hey, we're calling you from the Cyber Award Committee to let you know that you just won the the honor award and blah, blah, blah. Congratulations. You're like, excuse me, who's Cybert? That's what I was. I was like, who the hell? I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I, don't even know you, I don't even know who you guys are, whatever. And then all these people in the background started cheering, you know? Like like, like hundreds of people started cheering. Like, like someone knew what it was. Not like five or ten people, like hundreds. Wow. And I was like, what the hell is this, you know? some I just won an award from some kind of cult or something. <laughs> and hundreds of people and are just like waiting. cheering, like, yeah. you know? So they're like, yeah, we're having, you know, the, and you're welcome to come receive the award and, and come up on stage and receive the award in, in New Orleans later this summer. I was like, sounds good. So I told my publisher, yeah, let's do it. You know, let's, let's go out there. So it kind of snowballed because I was just going to go get my award. You know, it was like a, it's like a three day conference or yeah, three and a half day conference. And I and the award is given on Monday morning. Conference starts on Friday. Sure. So I said, "All right, cool. I'll fly in. You know, have a good time in New Orleans for a few days. Beignets, coffee au lait, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. And then you know, get my award and then fly back on sure. Monday. Sure. So one thing led to another. My my publisher is like, well, as long as you're going to be there, what about what if you do a presentation? Right. You know. Okay. To a presentation. So he called the 
you know, he let them know that I was going to be there and they were like, oh, awesome. You know what? Can he do a graffiti slash presentation on the main stage? Like, oh, like a demo, like a demo. live painting, live painting right. slash presentation on the main stage, like at noon on Saturday. Okay. Which is like prime time. Sure. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's do that. No problem. And are people eating their lunch while you're doing this? I mean, it's lunchtime. It's noon. Well, I, it turned out there was like 500 people there watching me paint and talk. And apparently I had the largest audience. Um, well, that's not surprising to so, me. I mean, you know, well, you're still, fucking man but one. But still, there's so much going on. It's like, you you know, I don't know. Anyways, but back, you know, taking a step back. Well, and by the way, like, yeah. let's, let's, I mean, let's break it down for a second. I mean, you know, you're, you're an exotic animal. Right to this group. I mean, five hundred people come because they've never seen a a, a a white tiger before, or a you know this rare species of of, of artist. You know, um, oh, they can see Latino. Oh well, I wasn't. Yeah, I guess right. They've never seen a Latino artist before. <laughs> oh, that's scary. <laughs> but uh, wow, man, I mean, it's an incredible turnout. I don't mean to make light of it, but you know, no, yeah, so so yeah. you know, so okay. I said okay, let's do that. Then my publisher was also saying, hey, you know, let's do some some signings while you're there. So he had a whole agenda for me to do, you know, book signings and stuff. Because also the authors of the book were going to be there. Right. So I was like, that's cool. And I said, you know, as far as the live painting and the presentation, I, I don't want to carry this painting back to LA. I don't want to worry about it. Let, let's just donate it to somebody, you know? So he contacted them and said, okay, you know, he's willing to do the the, the live demo. But, you know, is there somewhere, can, can, he, can we auction the painting off? Can he give it to somebody? What, what can we do? So they have a foundation that I guess they provide a scholarship kind of thing to librarians from all over the country who can't afford to go there or they help them out with airfare or whatever. Sure. So they said, if you don't mind donating to that cause, we'll, you know, we'll do an auction. I said, sure. Sounds right. good. So they were so happy that I donated. <laughs> then I get a call back saying, hey, by the way, thank you for doing that. And we're so happy that you're going to be here and you're going to be donating the piece that we're going to give you a booth, if you want it, in the Artist Alley. Sure. Which is the only place in the entire conference where you can actually sell stuff. And it's a this is a very large conference center, right? Oh, like it's, it's a huge. big, huge, it's huge massive, hall. Okay. massive. Yeah, in New Orleans, it's like, right. it was like four or five halls. Okay. You know, right. so there's probably 25, 30,000 people there just for this conference. Okay. And there's a whole area. That's called the Artist Alley mm-hmm. and all the illustrators and whatever. About how approximately how many artists and illustrators in the alley? There's about, about 30. 30, okay. And how many graffiti artists uh, in that alley? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was I was next to the snail guy, by the way. The guy, snail guy? Yeah, he he, he he he's the snail of, guy. He has a book about snails <laughs> and he's illustrating snails. So that's Hey, that that's, hey, somebody has to. Someone has to do it. Right. So I was like, okay, cool. But usually there's a whole process where you have to apply and try to be try to be in the artist alley and then if you get selected then you have to pay for the booth so they were just giving me the booth as a as a thank you so i couldn't say no to it right? sure the booth what like 10 by 10 it's a table yeah a table Got it's it. a table yeah, cool right yeah it's great but whatever so i'm getting a free booth yep. i'm getting a you know all this exposure all this kind of stuff and you know before any of this happened i had i had told my wife you know hey so we're gonna get, go to new orleans do you want to go She's like, of course, I want to go, right? Stupid question. Yeah. Damn. Little did she know that she was going to be working the booth. <laughs> Free labor. I'll pay for your <laughs> ticket, but that's it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, it ended up being uh, a lot of work, actually. It was great, though. I mean, we had a great time. 
definitely, you know, the book stood out. My booth stood out. How did you set up your booth? What was in it? What, you know, what was the... Oh, it was just real simple. It was yeah. just like I had a bunch of merch, you know, posters, postcards, stickers, mm-hmm. the book, you, Yeah, the book, yeah. Signed, I'm guessing. Yeah, so I would yeah. sign it there and whatever. Had a few original pieces, which mm-hmm. actually sold, which was kind of cool. Just some small frame pieces. But uh, yeah, it was definitely the... I definitely s- stood out. Sure. Know? It was so funny. So, well, it was a, it was a jam-packed trip but we get there on thursday we have to set up friday morning show starts at 5 30 p.m because the first night is like 5 30 to 7 30 kind of like it's almost like a preview right okay for everyone who's like in a town. soft opening kind of thing yeah yeah so you have all data set up 30 some artists in the artist alley maybe 40 i don't know something 30 or 40 artists i get there to set up you know 8 a.m look around there's like two of us there there's like two artists in the whole artist alley <laughs> setting Just up. like an artist to be on so time. Then, wow. Like around noon, there's like two more artists. So there's like four artists setting up. <laughs> at trickling like noon, in. Right? Now, mind you, the thing opens and up. By at, the way, yeah. I just have to say, yeah. I'm actually impressed that you were there first. Like if anybody's going to be late, <laughs> right. it's going to be you. Yeah. I, I set my clock based on your tardiness. Well, my wife was with me. Well, You forgot about that. Well, they'd say no more. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Laura's the boss, man. She, she cracks she, the whip. Yeah, she uh, keeps me in check. So, the cool thing was Michelle Obama was the speaker. Shout out, Michelle. Michelle Obama. The line to go see Michelle Obama started. That's where everybody was. They were in Started at yeah. like 9 a.m. Right. And she was speaking at 3.30 or something. Hold on. Or 4.30. Like 4.30. Oh, yeah. Doors opened at 3. She was going to go on like at 4. Apparently, no one realized she was only like doing signings for 30 minutes. Well, she wasn't doing a signing. She was doing a talk. So, uh, oh, so the oh, the line to get into to the get talk. Into her Got talk. It. Sorry. Yep. Right. So that's a whole other. That's a right. whole other part of the of the the venue. Sure. Holds eight thousand people in there. So there was people in line all day. They're librarians, so they're used to waiting and being patient and all that. I'm not. So you know, we had friends in line for us. Whatever. Right. At the end of the day, um, when we finally set up the booth, went over to to go hear her talk. Um, I was like, I'm not going to wait in this line. There's no way, you know? So I just told my wife, just, just you follow. don't do lines. No, I just no. told her, just follow me. Yeah. So, so we, the just, bucks. we just went right to the front, you know, where this quote unquote security is. And we just walked in and the guy looked at me and you cutters know, and I just walked right by the guy. Yeah. And a woman was saying, Oh, if, by the way, if you were already here earlier, just you don't have to wait in line, just come in through here. Right. So we just went over there because we were already there earlier. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we just went right in. Yeah. Didn't even have to wait five minutes. But, you know, all the librarians were real nice and standing in line for eight hours or whatever. Yeah. They, they, they color inside the lines. You're an artist, you color outside the lines. Yeah. So went in and, and actually, you know, that was, watching, watching her on stage and, and hearing her talk, it was pretty awesome, actually. You know, it was really one of the highlights of, of being there that weekend just because, I mean, man, it's Michelle Obama. What did she, uh, what was her main point of her well, talk? She, well, okay, she has a book coming out next year, obviously. So, sure. this is the- I'm surprised it took this long. <laughs> right. But she was just talking about like, you know, what it was like to, to be the first in the White House, you know, how everything they were doing was being magnified 100%. So, you know, they had to be like extra perfect on- on everything they did. And obviously the whole uh, theme around it was about reading and how, you know, the Obamas 
are people who read, unlike this as administration. Opposed, as opposed to our current president. <laughs> yeah. Right. So she had some some cool stories. There was some funny stories. She talked about like when um, her kids had their friends at school invite them for sleepovers. <laughs> you know, at the White House. No, no, no. Oh, no. Her, no. they're right. So, so the Obama daughters go to sleep at someone else's home, and so they get that invitation. Yeah, and they would have to say, "Well, you realize, right? It takes three weeks of vetting, <laughs> and we need your social security number, we need your driver's license, we need your passports of everybody in the house. You know, we're going to send a team there to do a, a sweep of the house." You know, you're going to have surveillance, you're going to, you know, it's a whole thing. It's a whole fucking thing. <laughs> By the way, when, when my daughter starts having sleepovers, like <laughs> right. this, this is what I'm going to ask for. Why not? Right. Why not? Right. And, so, then we're, and, we're, and, and then of course the secret service, I mean, they're just posted out front, right? I right. mean, how many, I mean, how, I, I, the girls get what? Two nine. guys? Nine. 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 Jeez. Nine guys with guns. She said nine <laughs> guys with guns. So when they <laughs> went to sleepover, so I they, love it. And so like when they went to prom. Yeah. It was, it was prom with nine guys with guns. I when, mean, when they, that's it, how to roll, man. And so, yeah. and so she said like, you know, so they didn't get that many uh, invitations after that <laughs> to, for sleepovers. Yeah. You know, then the funny one was, and she says, now when Barack is at this event, it's even worse, right? Sure. So when they would, when Barack and Michelle would go watch the kids play soccer, right? There's snipers on the buildings. <laughs> There's, you know, it's like a whole thing, right? Right. And so that her 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 kids would say, uh, "Mom, can can Dad not come next weekend?" You know, <laughs> right. like just you. Can Dad can stay home with the snipers? <laughs> yeah, we can handle the nine guys with guns, but the snipers and the vehicles and the much. entourage. It's a bit much. Yeah, it's for a soccer game. You know, like <laughs> so that must that must be awesome. You wow, know? what a crazy way to grow up. Yeah. yeah so she she yeah. she broke it down, and it's just she's so smart, and so yeah, it was great. So it was. It was really cool, um, you know, hearing that. And that kicked off the whole weekend, you know. And then it was just like thing after thing happening at the at the at the venue. And yeah, so I mean, I don't know, it was a it was a really you know, I got to meet like uh, the librarian at the you know, uh Library of Congress. Met her the That's new, pretty cool. You know, I met her and her people. Yeah. You know, it's like a whole thing. She's like the librarian of the country. Like she's and, and, like and the she's country. the first African American woman. Wow. Wow, after all these years. Yeah, and she and she actually interviewed Michelle Obama on stage. That's beautiful. Carol, uh forget her last name. Yeah. <laughs> but right. we, look her up. Look her up. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, and then and then I got to meet librarians from the Smithsonian mm -hmm. and you, you don't realize how integrated into our fabric librarians are. Sure. Right. But if you think about it growing up, if you went to an elementary school, you probably had a librarian. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, there's a library, obviously, in your neighborhood. Then there's, like, there was librarians of, from all different, like, me medical libraries, right? Oh, sure. So, like, you didn't even think, I, don't, I never even really thought about that. So, mm -hmm. when doctors, mm -hmm. you know, go read books on whatever they're doing, there's special libraries just for sure. doctors and medicine. There's military mm -hmm. librarians. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a whole thing. It's crazy. Now, were there like subsets for like the microfiche? So, like the microfiche is over here, and the <laughs> magazine, the periodicals are over here, and the uh, fiction, nonfiction. I don't. No. No. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't like that. Was it all on the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> did the did the booths were all the booths based on the Dewey Decimal <laughs> System like that? 
<laughs> now, most of our listeners don't even know what the hell a Dewey Decimal no. System is because, yeah, know. that's that's old school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was quite an experience to meet all these people. And then, um, you know, it's just so foreign to me, that whole world. And, you know, especially since I, since I don't read. What struck, what, <laughs> you're more of a visual guy, yeah. more of an image yeah. picture guy. Right. So what was like the one thing that surprised you most about it? I don't know. There was so many things, but in general, the one thing that's that still surprises me, even though it probably shouldn't, mm-hmm. is that out of all these people that are producing children's books and stuff like this, you know, it's like less than 14% or something like that. Mm-hmm. I probably have the numbers wrong, but it's super low yeah. amount of people of color right. who are writing or illustrating children's books. Right. You know? So for a country that's based on, for a country with so much, so many immigrants, and so many lifestyles and so many just different types of people in this country and to not have that represented to children um, just shows like what a lack of, sure, you know, what a need there is yeah. for, for people of color, for, um, and I'm not, I'm not just talking about languages. I'm just talking about like African-American, Latino, Asian. Skin, skin tones. Know, skin tones. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like so there's right. such a need for. For diversity, you know. Yeah, I met I met the guys who wrote this book, Crown, and it's an awesome book, children's book, and they they won all these awards. The and adult stuff. version of it's called Crown Royal, <laughs> right? Sorry. Go ahead. And so it's this book is really cool, and um, they they win all these awards and stuff, and we were just talking real quick, and they said, you know, we need to we need to write a book about diversity of diversity. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> right, right. It, it's it's it, you know what people talk about as diversity. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. There's, right. there's so much, so much more than right. than that. It's kind of like a catchphrase now, right? Sure. So they were just like, yeah, we need to we need to write about diversity and diversity because people don't get it still. But yeah, I mean, that's this is that's that's the thing that keeps striking me is just like, and you know, to your point earlier about me being this exotic animal in there, it, it, it kind of is. Yeah, it is, you right. know, it's like uh, in a sad way, you know, yeah, right. it's like, so I'll tell you this. So I'm on stage, right? And man, it was crazy because. Now, um, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt, but yeah. so so set the stage. I mean, <laughs> okay. like, excuse the pun, but set the stage. So you're okay. on stage. Are you, uh, there's 500 people in the audience. Are yeah. you holding a mic? You have, you have the okay. easel there. Like, is the so, stage big, small? Like, what's the so room look the, like? There's yeah. many stages okay. probably throughout this conference. Right. Well, I'd say maybe. I'd say a handful of stages. Yeah. And the biggest one is this one called the Pop Top Stage. And this is where they have authors and illustrators for one hour, for 45 minutes, come up and discuss their book or some topic. Sometimes it's a panel of of people up there. Sometimes it's just a single author, whatever. Or they do like a slideshow presentation. Sure. Whatever. So it was actually set up as like for a panel. Like there's tables. Okay. There's tables on the stage, chairs, and then a, a screen off to one side so you can do a PowerPoint. Got it. So the first thing I do is when I get there, and this is like a smaller enclosed kind of like like three walls, right? Sure. Inside the bigger sure. venue. Yeah. They've, they've, they've sort of partitioned an yeah. area. Right. Yeah. And they, they labeled it and yeah. all that. And right. it's, okay. So I get there and I walk in and I meet the, the guys, you know, the, the, the AV guys or whatever. The first thing I think, I look at the stage and there's like just tables. I'm like, all right, guys, I need to figure something out because I have an easel. I have a canvas. I'm going to paint. 
they're like, oh, just put the easel on top of the table. I'm like, no, they're like that's not going to work. Right. Because I need to be, the canvas needs to face the people. There's no room. Right. All right. So we, we had to move like half the tables sure. off the stage sure. kind of thing. That's the first thing. All right. Did that. Then I put an easel up and have this three foot by four foot canvas. Now, are people filing in and taking their seats while this is happening or yeah. this is happening yeah. before? People okay. are walking in. I have got it. Okay. I have like 10 minutes between. Okay. Set up. Okay. Yeah. I have 10 minutes between the, the setup. Here's the behind the scenes stuff. So as maybe you want to close that window. <laughs> I think I want to close the window. <laughs> so here, so here's the, the kind of behind the scenes stuff. So as I'm getting ready, dude, I have to go to the bathroom so bad. Like, like right now or no, no, no. <laughs> like at, at the stage. <laughs> ah, yes. So Perfect I'm setting time. up and I'm like, holy crap. Nature I, calls. Dude, like big time. <laughs> right. And I'm like, damn. All right, I'm rushing. You know what? Just gonna just gonna hold it. Just just, just gonna power tough, through tough it. it out. Just gonna power through it, right? right? And so I asked the guy, I "Go, how much time we have?" He's like, "Oh, you got like, you got plenty of time. You got like six minutes." I'm like, "Huh? All right." Oh no, no! The first time I asked him, he's like, "You got ten minutes." So I said, "Okay, well, if I set it up and maybe I'll have time to run to the restroom." And so I asked another lady, I go, "Where's the restroom at?" She's like, "Oh, it's all the way outside." I'm like, yeah, "Oh, yeah, hell yeah. No. The, okay, the I'm, building across the street." Yeah, I'm yeah. like, "Oh man, I'm screwed. There's no way." Right. I'm, like, I'm just going to tough it out. So I start setting up and I get the, the PowerPoint set up. So so they mic me. They give me a mic, you know, those sure. little mics on my shirt and holding the rest of it in my pocket. I'm like, cool. I have this canvas set up. I have the PowerPoint set up. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm ready to go. I'm looking and it's 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 like three quarters packed, you know? Right. Now, mind you, for the for the talk before... There was like not even half the room was was right. So you see that up. the flood is coming. Like, yeah, you, and, you, and everyone yeah. from the the talk before had already left. So it's not like they just added all it's new like people. Yeah, all yeah. new people. Right, right, right. And they're coming in, and yeah. they're coming in, and yeah. they're coming in. So it's about three quarters full. And so I asked the guy, I "Go, how much time is left now?" He goes, "Oh, you got about six minutes." And I'm like, "You know what, dude? I got to go to the restroom." Like, screw gotta this. happen. It's gotta happen. I, it's now or never. And like you know, unless you happen to have a pee bottle on you, yeah. yeah. So I I run. I'm running through. The, <laughs> I'm literally running, <laughs> trying through, not to piss your pants. Yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. literally running through all these aisles and stuff. And I I I went to a whole different. I knew there was a restroom on the left side of the building, mm -hmm. kind of where my booth was. But, I just the, said, one, but the women's uh, ladies' restroom was closer, so you just went in there. No, no. So I go. Oh, okay. I run to the men's and I go. And I'm like, oh. So I finally go in there. Right. And I'm like, oh my God. Just like, you know, you know, you know, when you barely make it and you're like just so <laughs> no, happy. I, no, I don't. You know, That's don't? never happened to me. Well, it happens to me all the time. And when you barely make it, <laughs> oh, it's the best feeling, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I realized, like dude, 20 I'm, pounds later, I might right now. I might. This is like naked gun. It's like this naked is, gun. That's exactly what I thought about. I'm like, dude, this is like naked gun, you know? Classic movie. <laughs> you know, well done, my friend. <laughs> and so I look down at my, at my thing and it's on. It's on. Yeah. Yeah. And so I turn it off. So I thought. <laughs> I turned it off. Yeah, no, apparently not. Apparently you apparently you turned up the volume and they could hear it better. So I get back and I'm just like, oh man, I'm ready to go. I'm feeling good. I'm bounce I have bounce in my step now, you know, whatever. All these librarians are horrified. And, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> I didn't ask. I just got on I go, I just told the guy, we're ready to go. He's like, we're there's a little waiting for you. I'm like, awesome. I just jump on stage. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that what happened is that I was out of range. Right. 
I'm hoping I was out of range because I had to go so far. Yeah. That it, it you know, my, uh, <laughs> it didn't come through. <laughs> so, but in my head was that whole naked gun incident, you know? So anyway, so I, so I'm stage, I'm on stage now and I have no idea what I'm going to paint. I haven't thought about it. I haven't come up with a sketch, nothing. I just have a three foot by four foot canvas, spray paint, whatever. So I, I, I'm like, all right, let's do this. I start talking and what I do is I have my mic, I have, I have a clicker for the thing and I have a spray can, right? So I'm like multitasking, like, right. like you wouldn't believe, right? And the first thing I ask, is I, 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 I look at the audience and I say, hey, you know, you know, thanks for coming and blah, blah, blah. By the way, I have no idea what I'm going to paint, you know? So I need some help from you guys. So I need to do a word here. What, what, do, you, what do you suggest, you know? So some lady yells out, magic. I'm like, abracadabra. Yeah. And I'm like, does anyone, uh, <laughs> anyone object? No objections? Okay. It's magic. Right. So that was easy. Yeah. I start painting. And you know, the way I, I do this particular painting, I'm doing like all abstracts at first. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I'm literally just talking to people about my story as I'm painting. And it, it looks like I'm paying, paying no attention to the canvas because I'm just like, like fat caps and just all this abstract shit. And then I have a slideshow going on in the background about the book, right? I started off with with how I did sure. the book and some of the illustrations or whatever. And then that ends. That's a, that's a quick like five-minute you know, thing on the book. And then it jumps into a slideshow just with my art. So like you know, murals and art and blah, blah, blah. And I tell people to go ahead and ask questions, you know? Right. So they start asking me questions, you know, some obviously some pretty interesting questions or whatever. But some fielding questions <laughs> with my back to people as I'm painting, but I'm answering, you know? So people are like tripping out, like, what the hell is this guy He's doing? He's a magician. Yeah, it's magic. Yeah, it's magic. Creating magic. At the end of the day, it was it was it was pretty cool because um so then so so then I get to the end where, you know, we're down to like a few minutes left before the, the thing is over. You know, meantime, I, I've been talking about, I've been talking about police harassment and, and stuff that's happened to me as a graffiti artist. Which, and, by the and, way, and, and, and the audience is like, police harassment. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. So there, it's funny. I saw that I, on, a, I saw that on a TV show. I start once. talking about white privilege. I start t- <laughs> talking nice. about all this well shit. Well done. Well done. All this shit yes. in front of all yes. these librarians. Yes. And, yes. But they're eating it up. Totally. They're like yeah, yeah, totally yeah. eating it up, yeah. right? But it was just stuff that came up out of questions. The librarian, the group of librarians is safe to say they, they when it comes to white privilege and police harassment, they've yeah. at least read about it. Right. <laughs> they've read about it. Exactly. So, I mean, other than the, than the slides I was showing, I didn't have anything really prepared, you know? So, all these stories and stuff that I started talking about are just from the questions they were asking, you know? And so... uh so it was pretty intriguing just, you know, looking back and I'm like, oh shit, I was telling them that. Okay, that's cool. So so I'm doing this, whatever. And then it was funny, once I started doing the lettering, right? People got quiet. And then I'm like, hey, you guys can keep talking and, you know, like asking me questions, you know. Well, I'm, is- I'm, I'm, I'm 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 like, you know, I I've I've done this shit with sirens blaring. By the way, with- by the way, you might as well have been sawing the woman in half. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I mean? Like this is that moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, like I've done this shit well with helicopters overhead, <laughs> with with guns spotlights. Yeah, with guns drawn on me. Like, yeah, yeah. like keep talking, you keep asking me questions, you know, like so they started laughing, right? They're like, Oh, all right, whatever. So then 
I get, you know, I did, I did my piece, whatever. And then I said, uh, this is the, this is the part when, when I wow everyone in the crowd, you know, and they start <laughs> laughing, right? Whatever. So, I, so I started like painting, whatever, just right. doing some more, some more. And I'm getting to the highlights. So I do the white, the white highlights and I do the little fucking sunburst, the little, the little shine. Oh, that's a crowd favorite. Oh, dude. I just hear, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, right. Your mind <laughs> right, being blown right. across the room. And I turn around, I go, I told you I was going to wow you, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, I don't understand why, but everyone, when you do the fucking shine, everyone's like, oh my God, that's, that's incredible. It's like, it's, it's the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> It's a, it's a classic that never fails. It never fails, yeah. you know. So yeah. anyway, so this, you know, this standing room only. I finally look out and it's like standing room only. And I'm done with the talk. And people like, you know, kind of swarm up to the front. People start yelling out like, you should write your own book about this. You know, let us, you know, we can't wait to read your book. You got to you gotta do a book about this, you know, your life story and blah. And people are like shouting out. People are coming up and taking photos and everything. So it was definitely like like a highlight. Definitely awesome. a highlight, yes. you know. Afterwards, uh, you know, people came up to me and said, "Like, like yours was the most intriguing presentation, and sure. the best attended." And I'm like, "Well, pay me next time, shit," you know. Like, <laughs> 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 well, yeah. The, by the way, the first one's a freebie. Yeah, the side right. that you get them yeah. on the comeback, right? Exactly, get them on the comeback. Exactly. Yeah, no, nah, so it was it was pretty cool. It was it was a good time. That was a Saturday afternoon. Then there was still Sunday, and there was still Monday. It was it was a really interesting thing, man. So I'm happy I did it. Now I'm working on my next book. Believe it or not. Well, I mean, you've got I have a, to. You've got well. I mean, the more interesting question is how many books do you, do you actually have in you? Right. And I'm guessing a lot. Yeah. I don't know how to write for shit, but I have a whole bunch of book ideas. Well, right. that's what artificial intelligence is for. You know, there right. are robots now. You can <laughs> just have them do the writing, and you do the you do the the art. Right. Right. You know. Well, that's amazing. So, so um, it sounds like you were, you were working your ass off working my ass and off. had little time to spend in the French quarter eating beignets and drinking cafe. We beignets one night. Okay. We, we had, we had time in the evenings yeah. usually. Yeah. So yeah, we hit a couple spots, but you know, we weren't up late or. Right, right, right. And also it was, you know, freaking 90% humidity and. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. That's New Orleans. So it you. was nice and sticky. But we, yeah, we saw some things, you know, right. it was, it was, it was fun. It was definitely fun. That's great, man. What a great trip. Well, congratulations, man. Yeah. Well done. Well so done. That's my trip to New Orleans. Hell of a trip. Yeah. Well, and, uh, I just love this visual of, you know, these, you know, blue hair, gray hair, white haired, uh, librarians, uh, being wowed and I told my wife, you're mesmerized lucky. I told my wife, you're lucky. I'm man not one in- magic. I told my wife, you're lucky. I'm not into like <laughs> blue haired. <laughs> 60 year old fetishizing the white women librarian the older they're, they're after me yeah, well, you know, why wouldn't they be you know, exotic the way they're, 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 you, you, you're good with your hands you're, I create magic you're yeah you're good with your hands oh I mean, man it's hilarious I, I, ha- I have yet to meet a heterosexual woman who doesn't like a man who's good with his hands alright I mean that's a true statement alright I mean <laughs> I'm not going to ask you about your <laughs> about how you came to that. <laughs> well, well, but this isn't about me. This is about you. What do you think about me? Um, well, so the, so I'm guessing your publisher, readers, theaters, Philip Lee, it was uh, happy yeah. with the outcome. Oh yeah, I mean we had yeah, readers, theaters is great. They they actually booked so many things from for us to do there mm-hmm. that I couldn't even I couldn't even do all of them because I we you know right. 
Um, but it was a great, it was a great thing. I mean, we were working with a, a different, a, a few other people there as well. Mm-hmm. Like there's a company Mackin that, that we, we did a signing for them. They deal with like 50,000 schools around the country. So we're, we're working with them on, on some stuff. Yeah, it's just it's just amazing. Like this network. Once you're in, someone told me, you know, you just got to ride the wave. You know, right. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm riding the wave, and that's why I got to do my next book and keep uh, keep surfing. <laughs> well, it might be a good time to tell you that uh, yesterday <clears throat> I had lunch with one of the producers of a talk show that I won't necessarily mention because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But yeah. um, it's on a major network. Uh, if I told you the name of it, you yeah. would know. But it was a productive meeting, and I told him about your book. Oh, right now. And um, in fact, the host of this particular talk show uh, happens to be a real foodie himself. And anyway, my my friend, the producer of the show, uh, really loved uh, the concept and mm-hmm. wants to get a copy of it and check it out. And eh, there, it's a small chance that if they like it enough, maybe they would even have you on the show. You I'll, I'll sign a copy before I leave, and you can send it to there them. There you go. Let's do it. You know, why not? Well, look, we're about running out of time, but before we uh, wrap up, I want to tell our listeners to be sure to tune in to our next episode. We're going to have our first guest. That's right. Very That's exciting right. to have a guest. I mean, who, who's got the nerve? I mean, they, you know, like anybody with who a good sense, anybody with a sense, <laughs> a good sense would never agree to sit down never and be a guest, up. let alone the first guest, like the guinea pig. Like we totally... <laughs> Have to beat him up because we, you know, tell we don't, him who it we don't is know what we're doing. He may not show up. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, we yeah, should. Yeah, we should. We just, they just. <laughs> we, we definitely want him to show up. And if he shows up, we don't want him to leave. Yeah, you know what I mean. If so, but should we tell our listeners? I guess we should tell our listeners who our first guest is. I mean, because they so they tune in later, right? Or no? Is that how it works? I mean, that's how the pros do it, right? It's like, and next yeah. week yeah. on the show, but then they listen out of order. Yeah, and that's people true. Don't, people don't pay attention to order anymore. Yeah, I know. It's a chaos. The world is but we a did chaos. But we did say he is our next guest. He was. So that's enough. So that's enough right there. So, you know, listeners who appreciate male guests <laughs> with great stories and interesting mustaches. Ooh, dropping a hint. I'm just saying. Yeah. And there's a good chance that our listeners, many of whom know this guy, will certainly have heard of him, yeah. if not personally know him. So They've seen his work. They don't even know it. They, pff, he's everywhere. Yeah. He's over, everywhere all the time. That's how he got his nickname, I heard. I don't know if it's true. I'm going to ask him. All right. You know, how does he get around to so many places so quickly? <laughs> you know. So anyway, so listeners, tune in. Suspense time. Suspense. All right, man one. <laughs> yeah. Sourdough. Pleasure. 